Welcome to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFBA. Over the next hour, you'll be introduced to business and local leaders impacting our community. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. Now, the host of Town Talk, Ted Schubel. Spotsvania Social Services in this morning, and uh, we are going to talk about a couple of things. We will. Uh, we welcome to the show the uh, director of Spotsylvania Social Services, Amy Swift, is here. Amy, great to have you here this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having us. And uh, Melanie Barrow is here, the deputy director. Good morning, Melanie, to you. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, we were just talking. This is the first time that I can ever recall in 20-some years that we've done a show with uh, social services from any locality. So it is very good to have you you two in this morning. Well, thank you for having us. Yes. We were talking earlier that... Sometimes we aren't the most popular topic at the table, so right. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate the time. And you two have just in talking to you have great personalities, and it, we've just I, I, I look forward to some of the things we're gonna we're gonna talk about and just the information that, that that we'll have. Before we get into that, though, mm-hmm. a little bit about yourselves, Amy. How long have you been involved with with social services, and how did you get into this field? Uh, <clears throat> I got into social services right out of college, and so I've been doing it for twenty seven years now. And, um, and I started in the administrative levels and went through the benefits, which is food stamps, Medicaid, TANF, things like that, and then got into the child protective services. And I kind of been all over in social services throughout my career. And, um, and here I've landed as the director. Well, and, and I'm sure that it's, it is, there, there are certain positions sometimes when and, and we hear these, the stories and, and all that. I mean, it, must, it must take a special skill to be able to leave it at the office sometimes. Yes. Um, we talk a lot about what makes a good social service employee, and grit seems to be the number one thing mm. we come back to. You can teach um, policy and procedure, um, but to deal with the type of situations and content that we deal with on a day-to-day it takes grit, and um, well, that's a good word. Yeah, for that, that really is a good word. And now, and and you you see things that a lot of us never even find out about. Yeah, and you know things that are going on, and and that boy, grit is a good is a is a good term. It's it's like there there are certain you know first responders see things, and I mean that that you're you're really in some ways are like a first responder because yes. you're dealing with a lot mm-hmm. of this stuff. Yeah, I would say that our child protective services, especially. Um, are often responding with first responders to the scenes of, you know, murders, fires, things of that nature yeah. to help assist with the families and the children. So, well, thank you for what, for, for, for what you do. Melanie, how did you get into this? So I started actually in homeless services and um, kind of drifted and, and uh, started in Fairfax County uh, working for with foster care and adoption. And then it kind of evolved from there. And I've been doing this for about 15 to 16 years, um, and I landed the job here as the deputy director of Swatswana County. So I'm excited about that. So if someone were to say to you, what does, so, because it sounds like, as, as you just, as you, Amy, talked about, I mean, there's a wide, it's, there's not just one area that yeah. you deal with. It's a wide area. Mm-hmm. It is, and there's a lot, and I don't think that uh, people realize that. Um, you know, we get a, a bad rap, I think, sometimes. People think social services and baby snatchers. and um, right. And that's not what we do, and it's it's certainly not all we do either. We 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 help families from every angle that you can imagine. We help in you know times of homelessness, in times of um, needing help with utilities and food and medical care, mm-hmm. and 
Christmas and holidays and things of that nature. And we're a resource hub um, for the community to be able to direct them. If we don't have the answer, we, we can pretty much point you to where you need to go to find the answer. And, um, and, and that encompasses all different types of situations. And we talk a lot with our staff when we're training them about we're, we're helping families who are often, you know, at the low point in their lives that they're struggling. And, uh, you know, we need to be that support and that lift to help them get back on their feet and to get them to where they need to be. So there, and that can be in a, in a myriad of ways. It can be whether I'm helping you find ways to pay your bills or I'm helping you to um, get groceries or learn how to healthy eat or um, get education at night to get better paying jobs, yep. things like that. We have parenting classes. We mm-hmm. have adult education. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the gambit. We do back to school events mm-hmm. and, you know, help assist them with child care. Just, yep. Yeah. That is interesting though, to, to say. It, I'm glad you said that about, you know, you get a bad, bad rap that it's, you, you look at one thing. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times law enforcement will be in here or other groups will talk about, yes, ch- you know, about social services is helping us. And they occasionally will say, you know, they do mo- way more yes. than just some of the some of the things that might get the headlines or you, right. they're, you're, you're mentioned. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it, it, do, do do you do you get onto cases with people either either contact you or I, mean, I guess that's the other thing that you, that you're dealing with a lot of information coming in and having to decide what you do with that information. So we get people through um, either online. We of course have our online website where people can apply for benefits. Like um, when I say benefits, I mean food stamps mm-hmm. and Medicaid and. Um, we have a temporary assistance for needy families. It's a cash assistance. And so there's online means to apply and to come to us. We also have um, the child abuse and neglect hotline and um, adult abuse and neglect calls come through that hotline as well. Mm-hmm. And um, people sometimes just walk into the office yeah. and, um, and make reports or come to get information or to do whatever interaction they need to do. Wow, you have a lot. I mean, it sounds like the, the the people that work in social services. I mean, you you wear a lot of different hats. Yes, sometimes. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, yeah. and and if and if, if people do need help or have questions, what go to the websites. The the, the, the best way to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. And we keep an updated community resource list um, that we are continuously checking and making sure we've got the up to date information. Mm-hmm. And so even if it's not something that because we here in Spotsylvania social services, we don't handle housing um, right. vouchers or things of that nature, okay. but we can direct the community sure. on where to find it. And we're we're informed enough about it to be able to inform them on what's available. Yeah. I feel like where have you been all these years? We should have done a right? show years ago on just what social services are. Maybe we're, we will this spring again do another show just on on all the different areas because yeah. there really are some area, a lot of areas here that are that, that that a lot of us can use or would benefit from. Yes, and our, our goal is to really have a different relationship with the community. Mm-hmm. We we're trying to get out in the community more hmm. so people can understand that we're not just here for one area. We're here to support the community. We are a support to the community and we partner with other um, organizations as well so our real our goal is really to just have a different relationship so they can see us in a different light yeah 
Well, we're going to come back and we're going to get into a, a, a pretty heavy subject that you wanted to come in and talk about, child fatalities in in uh, in, in the area. And so we're going to talk about that when we come back. Spotsylvania Social Services here, Melanie Barrow, Amy Swift here. More on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Welcome back to Town Talk on News Talk 1230. You can weigh in about today's topic on Facebook at WFVA 1230 and by text at 540-371-5756. Here's your host, Ted Schubel. Amy Swift and Melanie Barrow here from Spotsylvania Social Services this morning. We're going to talk about child fatalities, which uh, when this subject was given to me, I, I honestly didn't know a whole lot about it, but I did feel like the, the fact that that you two wanted to come in and, and talk about this subject is obviously is something that's a it's, it's a, a growing concern and a big concern and enough that yes. you wanted to come in this morning and, and, and talk about it. What are we what are we dealing with here? Well, again, I just want to thank you on air because um, this is a hard subject. Yeah. And not a lot of people like to talk about it or hear about it for that matter. Mm-hmm. And um, but it is something that is very concerning, especially in our world and And when I say our world, it's because we live and breathe this type of thing. Um, But I want to make sure the community is aware that this is happening. And um, child fatalities is, you know, worst case scenario of what can happen in child abuse and neglect cases that we deal with. And what we've seen, and this is the second year in the row that we've seen this happen right around um, the holiday season. Um, it, it starts happening about October and November and December. Now, that's not to say child fatalities aren't happening throughout the year. Sure. We are just seeing an increase in this time period. And, um, and when that happened again this year is when we reached out to say, you know, we want to make sure the community is aware that this is happening and how they can help prevent um, the fatalities. And, I, and I'm glad you did, just because you're, 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 these are the kinds of things that you don't like to talk about. Mm-hmm. Or and, and the fact that you've seen a, a trend over a couple of years is really concerning because mm-hmm. you just don't think of these things as, you know, that well that wouldn't happen around here. That's right. a big city problem, or that's a you know when it's, you know like a really a rural area, mm-hmm. or we can generalize and come up with all kinds of things to feel good. But if you're sitting here and seeing this going on in this area in Spotsylvania, it's a concern. It has to be a big concern. And it's preventable for the most part. And and that's the big message that we want to get out today. Um, A a majority of child fatalities, um, we see a, a big percentage of safe sleep. And, and that's a common, um, commonly known, uh, reason for child child fatalities. And we, we look at the, the data for the past couple of years and we can see that it's not really moving. The mark isn't moving. We're not hmm. getting better. And why is that? Because it's a pretty simple concept. You don't sleep with a child at all. Um, and, you know, we have the, the flyers that the health department puts out and, you know, there's a whole big public information. There was legislation put out to um, enforce, you know, the, the pack and plays and how they're built and, and things of that nature. Um, but they continue to happen. And we know that, you know, we have parents who are exhausted and, you know, sometimes they just want to put the baby on their chest and just fall asleep in a chair. And but then they fall asleep and the baby shifts into, you know, maybe a nook in between the couch and their body and the baby suffocates and they're, they don't know until they've woken up. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's, it's unintentional. There's no malintent, um, but it's completely preventable. If we can just get people to buy into, you just don't ever sleep with a baby 
at all in a chair, in a bed, on a couch at all. Um, and to not put anything in the cribs with the beds. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's that that's going on in child fatalities. The other thing, um, which is something that we are seeing locally, which it's hard to get data for because, um, data would need to be for the current time period that we're experiencing. And of course, data doesn't work like that in the government. So, um, but what we know is happening is there is this very big uptick happening in drug related infant fatalities. And we know that it's not just opioids, it's not just illegal drugs, we know it's prescription drugs. And there are ways to prevent that as well. And they're not only us, but the health department, the RACSB, mm-hmm. we'll give you free lock boxes. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to buy it, we'll give it to you. Hmm. Um, and we'll, we'll have a conversation with you and talk to you about you know, how to prevent a child um, getting access to your drugs, whether it be prescription or illegal. I'm not here to judge anybody. I'm not you just want to keep kids safe. I just want to keep kids safe. I, I'm not going to you know, lecture you about your addiction. I'm going to just have a conversation with you about how do you keep your kids safe while you do whatever you're doing. And, and I think that's the conversation that the community needs to start having. And in 2024, because I, I go back to the 80s and 90s and early 2000s of, of hearing about both of these, but especially the sleep mm-hmm. part. It just seems, you know, we're, you know, 2024, we're still talking about it mm-hmm. and the education. I guess the education always can never stop Right, is, is the thing. And I think sometimes families think it, it, it couldn't happen to me. You know, it's not me. I, you know, I'm, I'm sleeping with my baby or, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing and, and it, it won't happen to me. And then it does. And so we want people to be aware that it's preventable, you know. And, yes, we're still talking about it because I think – it is at the back of your mind, right? And, and you're just kind of going on your normal day. Um, but we want you to be aware that it is preventable, preventable and that, you know, you have an opportunity to kind of be the safe person in your family. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, and, and, and that, the fact that you say and keep, and, and, and both of these, it's preventable, mm-hmm. has to be frustrating Very. that this is happening and it is preventable. Right. And... You know, these are people that love their children. Right. And they're not intentionally harming. Um, it is really just a matter of poor choices. And like you say, everyone, we're, we're, we're all busy. We're all mm-hmm. trying to do things. You're tired. And you can point to, you know, you, you, you can see why it why it's happening, but mm-hmm. it shouldn't be. And I think that get that... Just to, just to keep re- reinforcing it and yeah. talking about it is so yeah. important. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll see some substance abuse issues tie into safe sleep because somebody will go and um, have a few drinks and then come home and want to mm. just hold the baby. And because they're intoxicated or under the influence of something, they are just, they sleep heavier or they fall asleep faster. And so... And you're not going to wake up or exactly. hear. Right. right. So there is that element that plays into safe sleep as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. But awareness is the key, and that's what we're, why we're here today. We want to bring awareness to this topic because you're right. It's heavy. People don't want to talk about it, but we need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And also tied into this, it would seem seem like you're, you're trying to talk to parents, but also friends or grandparents, grandparents especially, mm-hmm. yes. that if, if you're a grandparent and you see this thing happening or you hear about it or you, you know... It, you have to be the one, or just even as a friend, to, to, to raise the alarm of, hey, don't do it. Right. 
some of these things i mean i can't imagine what it would be like to wake up and all of a sudden as you would you know the situations you've described right. and to find your baby dead yeah yeah when and, it's so preventable and we have a lot of families um or young parents or anybody for that matter they're they're living in homes together like multiple families mm -hmm. and so you'll often have a parent um, or a couple who is sharing a house and they've just got one room mm -hmm. that all of them are sleeping in. And that's where you'll find sometimes they're all sleeping in the same mattress. Yeah. Um, and that's where we can help. I mean, we can buy um, equipment that mm -hmm. if all you've got is this space, we'll work with you. What can we buy mm -hmm. that can put the baby in their own sleep space in where you're at? We'll work with you. Right. Um, you just need to reach out. That's, it's interesting that that's, that does, the, again, tie into what we just talked about a few minutes ago about social services. You're there to work with people. Yes. You're not there to take people away right. or to, you know, get you in trouble. You want to, I mean, that, that this is this is the perfect example. This, yes. is, this is exhibit A of what social services is all about. Right. We want to be preventative. You know, we want to provide the community with the resources that they need to prevent things from happening, to prevent. CPS from getting involved, mm -hmm. you know, and that's really our goal is to be preventative. Yeah. In our in our services <coughs> department, we have our um, CPS team, which is investigators. We also have what we call our in-home prevention team. And in our picture-perfect world, mm -hmm. that is what we want to be our largest team. Yes. Because that is where we work with families before there is ever abuse or neglect occurring. Mm -hmm. And that's where we want to pour all of our time and our money and our efforts and our resources because we don't ever want to meet you in the CPS arena. Mm -hmm. Because by right. then, a child's been harmed in some way. We want to meet you in our in-home prevention. And we want to be able to work with you on, okay, tell us what your challenges are. And how can we help right. and um, and open up that dialogue? Well, just just the, the empathy in your voices and the fact that both of you wanted to get up this morning and come in and talk about this shows that it it it, it, it you mean you, you are concerned about it. Yeah. So if if I if I can relate to a couple of these situations, the best way just to call call social services and say, Amy, Melanie, I need some help. Is that Absolutely. and then that that is that what? Uh, what, what I would do? Sure. Um, you can call our front desk also and explain to them, this is my situation. Who do I need to talk to? And they'll direct you as well. Um, I think my email and I don't, I don't know if your email is on the website, but my email and contact number is on the website. Yep. And I'm happy to direct anybody. What is the web the, the the website? I'm embarrassed to so say I haven't been there. So if you go to the Spotsylvania County website, just look for social services. Yes, okay, you'll find a link for us. Easy, easy enough. No, because you're right. You, you you rather than dealing with this after there's been a fatality or someone harmed, mm -hmm. and then that puts you you you're, you're in a whole nother arena that, that that you might not be able to be able to you know right. direct. Right. Mm -hmm. Come and ask for, and, and is the, is especially the the uh, the Amy the uh, the example you gave of sometimes you've got multiple families mm -hmm. and you don't have space, right. yeah. and so you're thinking, well, I, but but the, 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 there are there are options out there. Exactly. Yeah, and we'll help problem solve. Yeah. And, and and what we do in our child services, we do it for our adult services too. I mean, I know we're, we're here to talk about child fatalities, but I just want to throw that in there, too, for the okay. community that yeah. we have a whole team dedicated to help adults, yeah. um, elderly, disabled, or, um, you know, low income, whatever the issue may be that we can support. Mm -hmm. And we want to eliminate the fear. Um, I think people are fearful 
about contacting social services because of the stigma that has been put out about social services and mm-hmm. what we do. Um, and we want to call that. You know, we, we don't want people to be fearful of us. We want to be able to have that, that interaction and that relationship with the community so they'll know that we're here for them. You know, we're here to support, and that's what it is. Um, and so we, we want to eliminate that fear. I am so glad you said that because I probably would have been the person if someone had said this is my problem. I think I'll contact social services and get and get their response. And I honestly think I probably would have said, you know, I don't know if you want to go there. Yes. And that's why I think this is this is so it, it, this is it's it's so helpful to have you here talking about this and for you to say that that you do want to work with people that you have a team that will work mm-hmm. with you. Um, and that should give people because in so many cases you you may feel like what can I do? That's you know I'm in a small space or I'm I'm gone all day and I want to I just feel like I need to I need to hold my child or or, mm-hmm. or be with them and but mm-hmm. then one thing happens and another thing happens and, and and then you've got a you know then you've got you know a tragedy occurs yes, yes. and I think that sometimes people forget um, especially with infants that their bodies are not strong enough yet to um, withstand things that wouldn't even phase an adult, for example, THC. And, you know, that was in the news um, when we had a child fatality from consuming a parent's THC that was laying around the house. Right. And what people don't understand is that children's bodies are smaller. And so it takes less Less. to, you know, decompress their their systems Mm -hmm. where they have labored breathing or things start to shut down and especially with infants and so when parents are using THC well it's natural sure it is Um, but when you're breastfeeding your child that THC is going into your child and then the next thing you know your child is having a a hard time breathing Mm -hmm. and it's what happened well you've transferred your your THC now into your child and or even smoking around the baby Mm -hmm. Um, you know the baby inhaling it um, or, you know, of course, the gummy ingestions and things of that nature. Um, same goes with um, any of the other drugs, especially opioids. You know that fentanyl is, um, you know, you, you touch, it, touch it and there's a transfer contact to right. adults. To adults. I was yeah. just going to say right. that's yes. adults, not kids. Right. And so when you've got a child who's crawling on a floor where you've used, mm-hmm. next thing you know, your child's in cardiac arrest. Yeah, and, um, and and one of the other things I want to make sure that we talk about today is that um, I, I'm a believer that everybody in in the community should be walking around with um, Narcan because you never know when you're going to walk up on a situation mm-hmm. that you can use it, mm-hmm. and and there is so much accidental, unintentional transfer happening um, that I think it it's just good for every. I, I carry it in my purse wherever I go, and if some of these parents had had that in the moments that they noticed their children were in cardiac arrest it could have bought them some time Mm -hmm. and you know who's to know you could be in what ifs forever but i know that if you give narcan to somebody who's overdosing on an opioid you are temporarily pausing that effect of the opioid and that gives you time to call 911 and to get them to a hospital and there's no downside you could take narcan and if you're not ODing, it doesn't hurt you or a baby. And so there, it's a win-win. Yeah. If they are ODing, you've bought time to get them to a hospital before there's brain damage or um, major problems. And that's free. 
you can get that at the health department for free. Yeah, we just I just recently had a, had a show with the health department. We talked we we talked about that. So that's mm -hmm. that's a, that's a, another good reinforcement in another way yeah. to use that that you don't always think about mm -hmm. we take a quick break we're gonna come back and talk more about this good good stuff this morning spotsylvania social services here amy swift melanie barrow more on news talk 12 30 wfea it's 8 32. from the fredericksburg dot today online news studios this is news talk 12 30 wfba fredericksburg a centennial broadcasting station focused on fredericksburg this is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel. Spotsylvania Social Services in this morning. Amy Swift is the director with Spotsylvania Social Services. She's here along with Melanie Barrow, the deputy director. We are talking about... Uh, child fatalities and, and, and again amy this is just one of these one of these issues where we don't like to talk about and i guess in a lot of cases you're you're seeing an uptick we don't always see it because you know you just don't want to you don't want to talk about it right yeah and there's a lot of talk i think about um opioids and fentanyl and and that that's going on in the media in in our circles um and i think that sometimes it gets lost on what's happening to the children of people who are suffering from addiction or are heavy use in, in drugs. And in, one of the things that we really wanted to get out there is, um, you know, some people have a lot of judgments about people who have addictions, and I'm not here to judge anybody. Um, you can be an addict and have an addiction and have a problem, and you can love your kids. Those two truths can exist at the same time. They can and they do. Mm -hmm. And what is happening is people are using in the same spaces that they have children living and playing. And children are finding pills and you know that have been discarded or dropped. Mm. And um, children are playing on um, things in the room mm -hmm. that you know has residual dust, you know, mm -hmm. from use. And they're dying. Mm -hmm. And the parents are coming, you know, they're in the rooms, they're there, they don't see, you know, what's happening. And all of a sudden they realize, huh, that's a funny noise they're making. And they, they typically what we're hearing is they notice a change in the breathing. Mm -hmm. And again, if they had Narcan, this would have been the time to immediately call 911, give the Narcan. Um, and so it, it, I guess the message I really wanna get out to parents is learn how to use while protecting your kids. If you're gonna use, mm -hmm. learn how to do it without endangering your children. And that means don't use in the same space that your children live, play, and eat. Um, you know, if you are fixing your drugs on a plate that you're later gonna feed your baby off of, mm. you're going to then transfer that drug. Um, same with drinking bottles. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's those kinds of things that are unintended, but you're just not making smart choices. Um, and, and be aware that it can be trace amounts. If you are using and you've got some on your chest and then you later breastfeed your baby, you're, you're transferring that. Yeah. So I just need the community to be aware if you're going to use, there's a safe way to do it where you're not gonna harm your kids. And we can help support you. If you are going through addiction and you are not the best version of yourself and you cannot take care of your children, come talk to us and, and we'll brainstorm with you. We do not want to take your children. Mm -hmm. We want to help you find people in your life who can help you take care of your children and keep them safe while you work on you. And even if you don't want to work on you, well, let's see who else in your life can help keep your baby safe while you're doing whatever you're doing. 
that is one of the things when, when things happened a lot of times people like you said the, the people around you so if i only knew i would have helped and, and people will tell you yeah. well i would have helped you, you run right. we all run into that mm-hmm. you if you just told me you know i, I could have done something mm-hmm. but there's a stigma you know behind drug use and so you know i'm gonna i'm not gonna say anything um you know we want people to be aware you know keep your radar on your family and friends be aware and and I think we have a mindset sometimes not in my backyard. This can't happen to me, right? Yeah. Um, and I love this person so much, and I, you know, I don't. I want to turn a blind eye, but we've got to keep our babies safe. And so, like Amy said, you know, we want to connect children with their families and, and natural supports. And so, you know, the community, your family member needs you. Mm. Are you seeing? Uh, we, we we talk about just in what you see in Spotsylvania, but as you talk to other area social services people mm-hmm. they are you hearing the same stories Absolutely. around so yeah. i sort of figured yeah it's it's across uh, i was going to say across the state but it's across the nation yeah um that we're seeing that because we even see it um in our national discussion groups so um it, it's not isolated to Spotsylvania, um but we are seeing a concentration of drug related issues in abuse and neglect cases um and it does seem to be when we looked at the data um Allison um, Bones-John did some data pull for us, and we could see that Spotsylvania has a pretty significant uptick in comparison to the region overall. And so we know that there is a concentration happening in Spotsylvania. Hmm. Well, uh, we're, ta- we're talking Spotsylvania Social Services this morning. Amy Swift here, Melanie Barrow here from, uh, from, from Spotsylvania Social Services. And, and Melanie, when, when you talked about the fact that, you know, the not in my backyard, our initial thought, and I think that's why when we do see some of these cases, when when it, it comes out and in, in, in a in a child is is uh, is badly injured or there is there is death, especially with the with the drug, we tend to think, oh well, you know, oh, I'm so surprised, you know, that's that's something that you hear about in D.C. or in you know in a, in, in in a big city, but right. it's here. It's here and it's happening, and and families, you know, you we we've got to take care of each other. You know, um, that's our job as family members. We take care of each other, which then in turn takes care of the community. And so as a family member, you're seeing something, say something, you know, um, because it's important. Because that baby, they, they don't know. They don't know what they're touching. They don't know what they're seeing, you know. It, it also occurs to me as we as, as we talk about this. Just a few weeks ago, we did a show on you know just having AEDs and know how to use those. That's what Narcan is mm-hmm. just another is just another more portable way of a, of, of an AED and helping someone who's you know has found themselves in trouble. And in this case, as you talk about kids, mm-hmm. it's not anything they did. It's mm-hmm. something they may have picked up. Absolutely, yes. and it's free. I mean, you don't even yeah. have to pay for it. <laughs> I think there's a very short, like, three-minute video that you have to watch just to show you how to administer it. Mm-hmm. It's a nasal spray. Mm-hmm. It's not that difficult. And um, and I forget how often. I think it may be once a week or once a day. I don't know. But you can get it repeatedly, um, one at a time, but you can go back and continue to get it. And um, And I'll say it again. I think everybody should have it on their person because you never know when you're going to run into that situation. Yeah. And if somebody says, if, if somebody's there nearby and they say, this is the situation, nobody has it. Right. right. And right. you might. Yeah. And may never have. And just because there, there, there shouldn't be a stigma that you have it because you might have a problem. Right. No, you're helping. the. It's a right. community and thing. Just, you're just prepared. 
if you if just you in prepared, case you don't have to get prepared. <laughs> well, and and I and I do see now just you know as as we you know as 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 we talk about this just how when we talked about earlier just how sometimes frustrated it can be for social services provides a lot of this a lot of these things you know like you know the in-home teams that will come in and and up yes. there there are things out there and so when you see you might you do would get frustrated when you right. see this happened it didn't need to happen you know somebody just needs to reach out and that and that's where as a friend or a grandparent a family member something you know mm-hmm. just reach no out. reach out just be able to know hey social services they can help you on this kind Absolutely. of thing yeah. and not just with um addiction i mean we we, we can help with a number of things. You know, we have the adult education, we have parenting classes, we have um, adult services that we offer. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I don't want us to, you know, we're, we're talking about child fatality, so we focused a lot on that, but social services just has a whole arena of resources. And the state and feds give us money to help our community. Yeah. And, and we are always having discussions, well, how do we get the word out that we can do this? Yes. How do we get the word out that we'll give out cribs, we'll give out safe sleep things, that we'll yep. give out lock boxes. And so that's why we're here. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, this is a great, we, I, this, we do need to do another show to talk about this because you talk about parenting classes. I didn't know about that. Yeah. yeah. We give out cribs, I didn't know about that. Yeah. I mean, you're going through a list and I had no idea. Absolutely. I told you, we'll come back. We are going to do that. We're going to have a fun conversation. Right. This is a little heavy. This is heavy. (laughs) It's necessary, but it it, it does show the the, the breadth of things. And the fact, again, that that you wanted to come in here and and alert the community to it shows that this is more than just one or two cases. You're you're seeing a trend and you want to – there are things that can be done. Yes. And I really like, Melanie, when you said – um, to family members, if you see something, say something. Yeah. Yes. Because when that baby is on life support, it's too late. Mm-hmm. Mm. And yes. a lot of times when we're talking to families, it was, well, yeah, I knew, but I thought this or I thought that. Or um, hindsight's twenty twenty. I'm not, you know, sitting in sure. judgment. But what I'm saying is that if you are thinking there's a problem, talk about it. Yes. And get help. Yes. And um, and again, we don't want to take your children. We want to help you find ways to keep them safe. So if you have a family member that you think maybe not be making the best choices for their child, well, let's have a conversation of what your options are. That you can, even if you want to, you know, come in and let me talk to you, Auntie, about the conversation you need to have with your niece. Mm-hmm. Um, that I can help you with. Of mm-hmm. well, you can lay out for your niece. This is all the resources that are available to her. Or if she wants to give you the child temporarily, this is what that would look like. And this, these are the steps you need to take to do that. Those kind of conversations, and even neighbors. I mean, you might yes. have a neighbor. I yes. mean, that's there's where you can you sometimes Absolutely. really see it. Yeah. And if, if if you see some warning signs, mm-hmm. say, or even if you're a neighbor and the, they've got a friend that comes over, neighbors pull them teachers. aside Absolutely. and just say, yep, "Yep." And I think that you know, people feel like I need to focus just on what I have going on, right? And I don't want to feel like I'm getting involved in someone else's business. But at the end of the day, as a community, it's our responsibility to, to care for one another. Yeah. And and your neighbor, you see your neighbor struggling, right? Um, have a conversation. You know, even if you get the information so that you can share it with your neighbor um, or share it with someone to share it with that person. You don't want to keep it to yourself and then all of a sudden some night see, a, see an ambulance next door. Mm-hmm. And then you hear and then you think, you know, we thought that something wasn't just right. That's right. And there's when when there is when there is help is this the kind of thing too that you you know that this would be good information for teachers to know mm-hmm. just to oh, yeah. just because you're you're seeing things as mm-hmm. as a teacher yeah 
and we do trainings we yeah. do come and do trainings at the schools we've done them for the police we mm-hmm. will come wherever you are and um same with the narcan training racsb will come to yeah. employers and give group trainings um they did it for us yes. and and then you you know have your training and you leave with your narcan so there's a lot of resources out there and yeah. we just need to get the word out and get people informed and it's, it's good to have these 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 conversations because we don't oftentimes we we tend to think when we, especially when we started out with this with sleep and you just think well every parent knows that but then all of a sudden you start you start talking about scenarios and you mm-hmm. can see where it happens and then you know a yeah. tragedy happens mm-hmm. yeah it's just one of those things. I'm tired, and the baby's here, and then I fall asleep, and I don't even realize mm-hmm. what's happening, mm-hmm. you know, until I wake up, you know, a few minutes later, a few hours later, um, and the baby's not breathing. Yeah. So, you know, well, got to be aware. Thank you so much for coming in and wanting to talk about this, just because this is, like you say, it's, it is it is heavy stuff, but it's, it's, it's in the community. When we come back, we're going to kind of wrap this up and uh, just kind of cover some of the things we have already talked about good stuff this morning and uh, good information to be able to uh, to pass along amy swift is the uh, director with spotsylvania social services melanie barrow is the deputy director spotsylvania social services in this case if you want to get a hold and talk to them contact them at spotsylvania social services or any of the, whatever your locality is in utilize social services we'll be right back and wrap this up on news talk 1230 wfva this is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Download the all-new News Talk 1230 WFVA app for Apple and Android. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel. Good stuff this morning. Spotsylvania Social Services in uh, Melanie Barrow and Amy Swift from the uh, from Spotsylvania Social Services. Just a lot of good... I just told you off air and, and, and just said that there are so many things you've talked about that I have thought, huh, didn't know that, didn't know that, didn't know that. And I'm just a regular person. If, if I'm involved and I've got some of these, some of these issues, I'm, there are just, there are a lot of people who need to know about Spotsylvania, who need to know about social services in general, yeah. where you live in your county or city mm-hmm. that, uh, and like you said, said, you're, you're getting money to, to help your community. And that's, that's what, you, that's what you're here today for, but that's what you're doing every day with, mm-hmm. with families. Yes. Well, and I'm glad that, you know, I I know I said it already, but I'll say it again. I really appreciate you giving us the platform to do this Um, because social services isn't, you know, the the most popular kid on the block and um, our topics are sometimes hard to discuss, but they are important. And um, and, and we do want to change the relationship in the community and so that we are the support that we're meant to be. Yeah. Well, and one of the things we were talking about, Melanie, you and I were just we're we're just talking about about this a minute ago. It sounds easy to say, oh, you know, you can you can go get help. But when you're dealing with a family situation and something's going on and you're just thinking, if, if, if I go and report or, mm-hmm. you know, make, you know, who knows? Or even if I go and say to you, hey, Melanie, there's a there's a problem here. You need to go there. And it's like, you know, stay out of it and stay out of our lives. And don't you be going. And all of a sudden you've got family dynamics. That's right. That's right. So it's not always so easy. It's not easy. Um, however, we have to look at our job is to protect our babies, right? Yep. That That's our job. And so we have to look at what is in the best interest of that child. And sometimes, I mean, you can be anonymous, you know, you can call and just get information about your situation without giving details. Right. Um, but you have to say something. You have to, you have to be there and be that, that, um, 
that safety net for your family because we are responsible for each other. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. And, and, and the, the fact that you have so many so many things at your disposal mm-hmm. to be able to help people before it gets to the case mm-hmm. of a, a child is is, is injured or, or dies because of uh, whether it's drugs or just you know sleeping with your baby or just just you know those those kinds of those those kinds of things. If mm-hmm. if you're if if you need help, and like you said, I mean, I didn't know about you know free cribs or lock boxes or yeah. any number of things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, we're here. Yeah, and there's no. I mean, we'll think outside the box with you too. I mean, mm-hmm. if if the lock box isn't what you need, but you know it's some other type, just have the conversation and um, and we'll brainstorm together. And I think that that's just the most important thing. You got to take that step. You got to reach out to us um, because we can't help you if we don't know mm-hmm. what you need. Yeah. And um, but that's what we're here for, and and that's what we're funded to do. And so if we aren't meeting the mark, we'll come and have a conversation with us about what the mark is. Just sometimes it just takes you know, and, and you can either call the office, just come on in. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there are people there that uh, can can talk with you, or if they're not around, they'll make an appointment. Mm-hmm. There, there, there are all kinds of things, mm-hmm. but you just want to. The the fact that you saw that these numbers are where they are, um, and it it, it it must be alarming to see that and know that it is. There helps. It, it's devastating for the families. Yes. Um, and it is so difficult to to walk a family through, you know, that process. And especially because we are seen so adversarial that we have to be involved in, in that worst day of your life. Mm-hmm. But now you're also having to have us involved. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't like it any more than the family does. It's a very difficult situation. And so we want to prevent ever having to get in that situation. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, when you do have successes and someone is able to yes. see the path, that must just be a great day for for especially because you like you say you're seeing people on the worst day of their yeah. lives mm-hmm. to, to when they walk out to know hey you know we've given them some tools yes to help them navigate life absolutely yes. and and we do make we have a phenomenal group of people who work at the social services and like i said it takes a special kind of person to do yeah. the type of work that we do and um and we do have a lot of successes. We have mm-hmm. people who become self-sufficient, people who get great paying jobs, people who um, you know, get their children back right. and get a place to live. I mean, yes. we do have all of those wonderful success stories. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's what keeps you coming back. Yep. Oh, it has to. Yeah. Just, just because you're, you, you, you see all, all sorts, of, sorts of things. But for someone to come in and ask for help early, Yes. yes. That's the key. That's the key. That's the key. Mm-hmm. That's the key. Before um, a problem ever happens. Right. Because yeah. I'm sure there are times that you, that, that you two would sit together and just say, they just come to us just even a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. We could have done something. Yeah. And we're always thinking in terms of, was there a missed opportunity? Could we have done anything hmm. differently? Oh, yeah. like um, We're always thinking like that. And mm-hmm. uh, as I'm sure the families do too in those situations. Like we said, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, but the sooner we can get involved and help, the better outcome possibilities we have. Where are your offices in Spotsylvania? Are you, you're not. I don't. Th- you're not in the Holbert Building, are you? No, we are in the uh, where the pavilion is. The, right. right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. I know. Right. Where, where, yeah. Battlefield. Yeah, there's there's some restaurants and yes. shops and apartments over in that. That's, yes. where, that's where I thought that was that was the area I I, I thought. So if you've got questions, go online mm-hmm. or go in and, and, and talk with Spotsylvania Social Services. Mm-hmm. Yep. And our phone number is five four zero five zero seven seven eight nine eight. 
540-507-7898. Perfect. Check it out online too, and you can uh, you, you you can see all the different services. We'll come back next time, and we'll talk about just kind of the, the whole wide range of things. Yeah, because we'd love to. Because there Thank are things that I don't us. know about. This is really, really good. I appreciate you you both wanting to get up and come in and talk about such a heavy topic. And uh, we'll talk about this and more. And it's we'll do updates on this, too. Great. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Amy Swift and uh, Melanie Barrow from Spotsylvania Social Services. 540-507-7898. If you have yes. uh, more more questions and want to get involved in talk. Thank you both. We'll see you soon. All right. Thank, thank you. you. That is it. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the morning. Thanks for listening to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. The views expressed by the hosting guests on this program are their own and not necessarily those of this station, its management, or Centennial Broadcasting. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. The Glenn Beck Program is next on News Talk 1230 WFVA, focused on Fredericksburg.